Enjoy fun adventures as you sail away together and experience the extraordinary marriage you desire. Join us in April 2025 for the Six Pillars at Sea Marriage Getaway. Yes, we are taking Six Pillars cruising and we want you to join us. Get all the details at oneextraordinarymarriage.com slash getaway. Use promo code SHIPSAHOY to get $500 off your registration today. We'll see you there. From San Diego, California, this is the One Extraordinary Marriage Show. We're being busy is overdone, romancing is fun, and scheduling sex is taking the guesswork out of wondering when you're going to get some. I'm Tony DeLorenzo, your co-host, along with my beautiful wife, Elisa. From coast to coast and around the world, thank you for joining us. It's time to talk sex, love, and commitment. Give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. That's 858-876-5663. In today's show, we talk about how you can have those loving feelings of affection and connection with your spouse once again. And I want you to think about this quote that said, never stop showing someone how much they mean to you. And that really plays into the fact that, you know, a lot of times we think that those feelings do stop. And we're going to be talking about today's show about how to continue and really build those feelings no matter what season of marriage that you're in. But before we get to that, we start each and every One Extraordinary Marriage show with a hug. And that's an opportunity for you to hear from someone else in the One family to find out how their marriage is growing and changing. And this week's hug is sponsored by StoryWorth. And you can check them out at storyworth.com. And I'm so excited, guys, to share StoryWorth with you because they are such a unique gift idea, especially as we're getting close to Mother's Day. Like you might be thinking, oh my gosh, what do I get mom for Mother's Day? You're going to want to check out StoryWorth because this is such a unique idea. What they do when you buy a subscription, they're going to send an email to the person that you love once a week with a prompt, right? Like my, we're doing this with my dad. Mm -hmm. And so like one of the first weeks he got one that said, what's your favorite children's memory? And he starts, you know, in the response, because they email the responses back because at the end of this year, guys, so every week they get a prompt. At the end of the year, you're going to have 52 stories from your mom, your dad, maybe your spouse, someone that you love that are going to be compiled into a hardbound book up to 480 pages. And here's where the special part about this is, you guys. You're going to start hearing stories that you didn't know. Or maybe you knew on the surface But like with my dad, I mean, he's talking about like going back to the day of my wedding. And we've shared this on this show before when he and my brother were playing catch and he gets smacked in the head with a baseball just hours before the wedding pictures. Right. And to see it like that be one of his favorite child child, children's memories of me and him and my brother. Those are the kinds of things that you're going to treasure. So we want to make sure because StoryWorth is doing something super special for the One Extraordinary Marriage family. They're giving you $20 off a subscription. And so you want to make sure that you get this opportunity at storyworth.com slash one. And again, make it that last minute Mother's Day gift. It's right around the corner and you'll look like the hero. So this hug came from an email that we received. and It said, hello, I've been listening to your podcast for a few months now. My husband and I have been married for 10 years, and I just wanted to say thank you. It has been so good to hear some of the ways that we can grow together as a couple. We have three kids under five, and he is a pastor at a local church. Mm. Our marriage at times felt like we were just teammates. This month, we are doing a challenge of no screens after we get the kids to bed. We don't get a lot of nights together because of our schedules with small groups, church, and my job as a photographer. But the nights that we do get to hang out, we often just turn on a show or a movie and don't get the chance to really connect. So this month, we are not looking at screens to entertain us. 
Last night, we gave each other back massages and talked. I like that. Uh, I like that. I found out some really cool stories from my husband's travels that I'd never heard before. We also had pretty great sex. Yes. That's a good way to go. That physical touch. Thank you for what you are doing and inspiring me to even suggest that we do this. We are planning on being so much more intentional about each other this year and going forward. Thank you again. Love it. And I just want to say, like, I hope you all know and heard that she was talking about stories. Like, we're, you know, again, tying into StoryWorth, collect those stories, mm-hmm. right? Because it matters. Having that connection with, with your spouse, with your parents, it matters. I love this, though, that the... The challenge, and, and many of you will have read or have heard us talk about the seven days of sex challenge. We actually, we did a show a couple of weeks back on this, and there are many different ways that we can challenge each other mm-hmm. in our marriage to do something. And, and I think this is a fantastic one that honestly is already resonating with me for you and I. So it's something I think you and I need to discuss uh, after the show here today. And, sure. and something that I think many of us could really benefit from. Well, and we might have to take it to the community too. We'll have to brainstorm on that and see yep. if maybe we're going to do a no screen challenge in the one family. Yeah. Let's get into this week's show though. Absolutely. And you know, Tony opened the show talking about the fact that, you know, you can have those loving feelings of affection and connection with your spouse once again. And you know, the, the situation that we run into is that so many couples have stopped acting like their spouse is their boyfriend or their girlfriend, right? But more just like this person that they have to tolerate. Right. Been there. Or that you have to survive. Mm -hmm. Been there. Right. I remember before we ever did the 60 days of sex challenge, when we were in that place in our marriage, having the thought, I just have to survive this for another 16 years. Because at the time before we did the seven days of sex challenge or the 60 days of sex challenge, our daughter, uh, our youngest at that point in time was two. Right. And so one of the things that was running through both of our minds was, you know what? We'll endure this until our youngest is 18. Like we'll go through the motions and, and we'd lost, we'd lost the anticipation in our relationship. We'd lost the excitement. You know, we'd gotten to this point where, you know, a lot of you are familiar with the song. Maybe you've seen it in the movie Top Gun or, you know, the Righteous Brothers. It's, it has the line that says you've lost that love and feeling. And so often today, that's what we're hearing from husbands and wives that write into the one family or into the one extraordinary marriage email is that I've lost that love and feeling. Right? There's no excitement anymore. There's no anticipation. We, we don't even know how to relate to one another. And I love that StoryWorth is the sponsor for this show because part of what needs to happen is we need to think back to, to what we were doing in the beginning. And it's funny because this week we've had a couple of opportunities, Elisa and I, to sit down with folks and they've wanted us to share how we met. Right. And where we met and for us to go back to that time and to that place. And one of the folks that we were talking to was flabbergasted really to think that Elisa was 19 and I was 21 when we first met. I I turned 20 like two weeks later. Right. But I I know I was still 19, but I was almost 20. It was a big deal back then. (laughs) (laughs) It sounds like it's a big deal now as well. Uh, But to go back and to, reminisce and being able to share our story, it always brings back those smiles, even in my own day-to-day life that can get very hectic and I can lose sight of where we've been Mm -hmm. to be able to share that with somebody and, and smile 
at those first eight weeks of Elisa and I being at in Colorado and what it all started as. I mean, it was truly just two people hanging out, Yeah, you know, it wasn't going to last more than the summer. And, and here we are, you know, 22 years later of knowing each other going on 23 and they're important. Those times to think and, and rem- reminisce are, are important. Well, and for those of you that don't know, brand new listeners to the one family, we are so excited to have you yes. uh, listening here to the one extraordinary marriage podcast. And, you know, quickly in a nutshell, Tony and I met the summer of 94 when I was out at the university of Colorado Boulder doing a summer internship. And when we met, it, we both kind of thought, well, I'm going back to DePaul University in Indiana at the end of the summer. So like, we're not doing the long distance thing. And yet I will tell you on our first date, you want to talk about making an impression on our first date. I like the girl, it was like a big deal that somebody was actually going out on a date in this internship program. Cause we were all living together and, you know, hanging out over the summer. Two of my friends spent like two hours getting me ready for this date. Tony goes on our first date, you guys, in a suit and tie. As a 21-year-old college guy in Boulder, Colorado, he... In the middle of summer, and it was hot, and it was like a black wool suit. Which we held on to for like two or three years after we got married, which is actually kind of funny, Uh, I think we held on to that thing longer than that. But we were so intentional that summer, even though there was in the back of our minds this idea that it wasn't... It might not last. Right. But at the same time, we'd plan those dates. He would be like, hey, I'm getting off work at such and such a time. Do you want to go for a drive? I remember taking drives up to Left Hand Canyon and, and Chautauqua I re- Park. Chautauqua Park. I remember hiking in the flat irons. I remember late nights at Taco Bell when he was like, hey, you know, I was going to go out with friends, but, you know, why don't we go grab a bite at Taco Bell? Because we were, you know, poor college students and the dollar menu or the 59 cent menu, whatever they had back then, 29 20, cents. 23 years ago. Yeah, but we did it was so intentional. There was so much excitement and he would, he would like knock on my door. I'm like, Oh my gosh, it's Tony, you know, that kind of thing. And, and then like so many of you, you know, he puts a ring on my finger and we have all the anticipation of our wedding day and all this excitement. Like we're still being super intentional, right? Cause you got to plan it and you got to make sure your colors are going to be right. And the right people are going to be there and the cake. Cause we had to have cheesecake. Cause that was our thing. Like so much planning, so much of an investment into like what we were doing on that one day on that one day right like we we you know intentional in the dating anticipation excitement intentional in planning the wedding anticipation and excitement and then come sometime after the honeymoon where the intention starts falling away and i want to and i want to put in right here for those of you who have recently been married gotten married that you know what if, if you had sex that first night and it wasn't the best, it's okay. Right. You keep, you keep being intentional about your sex life because that's where it gets better. You know, 20 years into this thing called marriage, we had sex last week and I'm, and I'm talking about it today, three, four days later going, holy cow, Lisa, that was some of the best sex we've ever had. So you don't, don't stop on, we had sex once and it hurt. Because you may be virgins, and that's totally cool. It's not the end of the story. It's the start. Right. And even if the conversations aren't going exactly like you thought they were after you first got married, it's okay. Because when we're intentional about that, and you hear each and every one of these shows, and you take action, like don't just listen to these shows or listen to this show and go, oh, that's nice, Tony and Elisa, and then put it away. No, be intentional about what we're saying and then take action because that's how you grow. So 
for those of you who are in the, the newlywed years or even a little bit past it, there's still amazing things to come. And we're believing that over your lives and over your marriage. Absolutely. And, you know, it's one of those things where no matter where you are in marriage, I, I, some of the things I'm going to mention right now are things where you start to see life get in the way or you start to take things for granted. And it's those places where you can lose those loving feelings, right? It's when you stop being intentional, like maybe you aren't doing date nights anymore, right? You're like, there's eh. a big period in our marriage when date nights were not on the radar, not even anywhere near it around us. Nothing. Now, if you go into our Instagrams or Facebook pages and stuff, now you'll see us post those things. And sometimes you won't because sometimes those are just private for us. But there was a big period of time where we didn't do those day, evening, in the middle of the afternoon. And it really impacted us. You know, and sometimes like we did go on date nights, but we'd lost so much intentionality about going on a date with one another that we would just literally roll out of the house in whatever we were wearing. Like I, I, I know there's a show from way, way back. I couldn't even tell you what show it was, but I shared that I actually wore a Dr. Seuss t-shirt on one of our dates to the sushi restaurant, like a gazillion years ago. But I remember that because now like, I, I mean, if it was just something casual and we're like, oh, you know what? We're goofing around. We're going to go to the beach or do something like I, I might still wear, I don't have that t-shirt, but I like Dr. Seuss. So, but it was one of those things where, you know, Tony would wear the jeans that he would wear for work. Right. There was no intentionality about like, I want to look good for him. Now, and it's not just the outward appearance. Don't get us wrong here. And yet the time you take to get yourself ready, like the first date that we went on, you know, when you got ready for your wedding day, you were intentional about what you were going to put on. And I'm not saying every date is your wedding day. And yet every date you're going on, that's now your spouse. Mm, that's good. And so what are you, what are you showing? What do you, Hey, I, 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 I've messed with the kids all day. I've been working all day. I, this is the best I have. Man, go take a shower, go put some deodorant on, go put, go put on a polo. Maybe you're not a, a button up shirt guy. Totally get it, man. Go throw on a polo, go throw on a nice t-shirt, you know, with a nice V-neck or something. Just dress it up. Right. And it's not, and again, it's not just the outward experience that you're showing, but it's what, you are conveying to your spouse when you say, you know what? I'm going to look good for you because you are my wife. Mm -hmm. Or uh, my husband. Or my right? husband. Like, right. you know, shave your legs again. I mean, there's, there's a way to be intentional. But let's even talk about communication, right? Because, you know, life starts to happen and the, the communication starts to disconnect. And I love that that hug came in that we were able to read. Here's a couple super, super full lives. Right. Mm -hmm. Lots of little kids pastoring a church, has a business, all this kind of stuff. And it wasn't like they said, you know what, we need to go and spend, you know, a million dollars to make our marriage better. They said, what would happen if we turned off our screens and invested, catch that word, if we invested in each other and spent time touching each other, right? Back massages, not a bad way to go. If we spent time talking to each other, this wife is learning stories about her husband's travels that she didn't know before. How fun is it for her to now have that knowledge of her husband's life before they were together? Mm -hmm. Right? We've got to, inv we invest so much in the courting dating period. I want to know you. I want to talk to you. I want to hear all this kind of stuff. And then we get married and we're like, yeah, I know you. Mm. Tell you what, I've been with Tony almost 23 years. There are still times when I'm like, I didn't know that. You know why? Because we got to ask the questions. 
and we grow and we face different challenges in life and we add kids or other responsibilities and and we change. Mm -hmm. And I've said this before. um, And for those of you who are new listeners, we change. And so we're not the same person that got married 20 years ago. I'm not that same person. You're not that same person. You know, we have grown and even over the last nine years, yeah, since we did that 60 days of sex challenge, the growth that has happened. Well, I'm, I'm chuckling because we did have dinner with some friends last night and they were asking, you know, they got the story about, oh, you guys met when you were 19 and 21. And, and, you know, the gal was like, hush, like, I can't even imagine being married to the person that I was with when I was that age. And, and, you know, we got to thinking, we're like, you know, we've gone through, we've gone through a lot and have grown in a lot of different ways. And that one conversation actually has been opening this trip down memory lane for us. But you know, what had happened in especially the first 11 years of our marriage is that we had lost that love and feeling. We started saying things like this is too much work, right? And what I'm saying right now, some of you have said it and some of you have heard it. And some of you may be even thinking it. You may be thinking it, you know, this is too much work or, you know, why are you so needy? Or why won't you spend time with me? Why won't you talk with me? Why won't you have sex with me? Like these are all the things that are pretty good indicators that that there's a disconnect going on. And that disconnect is where you feel the loss of those love and feelings. And I'm not just talking about, you know, the desire to have sex. I'm talking about the desire to be with the person that you stood up in front of God and everyone else and said, I take you for the rest of my life. Mm-hmm. Right. And, and, and so we've got We've got to equip you guys and ourselves because it's interesting since we decided on this show topic for this week, how much of what we're going to share with you in just a few minutes here, we've been walking through just in the last few days. But I want to make sure that each and every one of you doesn't forget to go to storyworth.com slash one and take advantage of that $20 off your subscription because Mother's Day is right around the corner Give this gift and watch how those stories start to transform your marriage, your life, your relationships with your family. So, you know, like I said, Tony and I have been walking through this particular journey the last few days and just going into this place of, you know, even though we're in a good spot, even taking these actions to take our connection to a greater level, right? Because you can be and I remember this from a show, I think it was episode 100 when, um, one of the, one of the folks that wrote in and just, you know, was congratulating us on episode 100 talked about, you know, good is just okay, mm-hmm. but you want to take your marriage to great. So it doesn't matter where you are. You can always take your marriage to le- the next level. It doesn't matter where your feelings are today. You can kick them up a notch starting right now. And, and that's what we want to share with you. Cause you know, the first place you got to go guys, when you've lost that love and feeling is you have got to start expressing the feelings of love and affection and gratitude without the expectation of reciprocity. And here's the thing. You can't do it one day and expect it all to change. Thank you for saying that. You just can't. I mean, I forget what they say and how long a habit can change or what might, what it could be. But I would, I would challenge you if you're in this place where you haven't shared your love, your affection, or your gratitude towards your spouse, that you do it for 30 days. Mm. And it's a challenge to do that. And if something happens that, hey, you get to 15 days and then you miss a day, then the clock starts again. Mm -hmm. But don't stop. It's not a, dang it, I failed. I messed up. I can, I'll never be. No, it's a, hey, I got 15 days in. I'm going to start again and I'm going to get to 
30 days or whatever that might that number is for you. But please, folks, please, please, please don't do it once and expect everything to change in an instant. I believe in miracles and they can happen. And yet there are times when we have to keep pushing forward and keep we got to keep praying into that situation mm-hmm. and we got to keep taking action in that situation to have change and to see it happen. Well, and I have a coaching client. Yeah, this one is so is so significant because one of my coaching calls just this past week, um, a couple's been you know struggling and they'd had a, a very sizable discussion, some would call argument, and they had actually gone into this place where they weren't speaking to each other for a few days, and the husband shared with me very strong-willed, like most of my clients are, both husbands and wives. And he shared with me, he said, you know, Lisa, he said, I invited her out to go for a drive. And while we're out driving, I just pulled over to the side of the road and said, I just want you to know how much I appreciate everything that you have had to put up with over the last year. And and I've been working with this couple for a few months, so I've got a pretty good understanding of what that is Mm -hmm. and the significance of him stopping out of the busyness of life and saying to his wife, thank you. Thank you for everything you've put up with. And you know, the wife, I looked at the wife and I said, did, did that just about knock you over? And she said, it's the first time in at least a year that I've heard it. And you could see the shift, right? It's not a one-time thing. And he, the husband even said, you know what, I'm not going to stop doing this, but it was that big step to reconnect when that love and feeling definitely wasn't there. Like the guys, they weren't speaking to each other, right? And he had to man up or, you know, in some cases it's got to be woman up and say, this is how I feel about you, right? This is how we've got to express those feelings. It doesn't stop on the day we get married. It doesn't stop five years in. Our spouses still need to hear how we feel about them. They need to know it. It needs to be verbalized or written down on a card or written on the bathroom mirror, You know, another thing that the two of you need to do, and we mentioned this early on in the show, is you need to continue to date. It's not just how you get to know someone to get married. It's that time apart out of your house. You know, and we're not talking like every date's got to be, you know, five-star restaurant and, you know, cost you $1,000. We're talking get out and do something just the two of you. Get out of the confines of your home. Get away from your children mm-hmm. because you need the two of you need space to grow and reflect and spend time together. One of the things that we've been doing as the weather has been changing is I like getting a log and putting it outside on the fire pit. Now, our kids are older, and so for them, a fire pit is sort of like, eh, they'll hang out for a little bit, and then they'll go in and do their thing. And so for you guys, it might be letting, getting the kids to bed, maybe get that fire pit going, you know, while the kids are going down for some of you. And, and I've heard from a number of, of my friends recently, you know, they have hot tubs. Mm-hmm. I was just thinking the hot tubs. And so, you know, making, making a time to get in that space and, and, and calling it what it is. It is a date time. I think we, we want, we, we tend to minimize mm. these times together. Oh, it's just us jumping in the hot tub. Let's just minimize. No, it's awesome. Like call it for what it is. It is a date time. Social media doesn't need to sh- tell us what a date is or isn't right. Because you, like Elisa said, because you didn't go out to have a five-star meal, doesn't mean it's not a date. Mm-hmm. So let's stop minimizing these qual- this quality time we have with our spouse. Hey, 
If our date night means we're going to jump in the hot tub, that's our date night. Celebrate it. Be intentional. Be intentional. Wear a fun bathing suit or mm-hmm. no bathing suit. You know, whatever you want to do. I like the no bathing suit. I know. I, mean, I, I thought I threw that out there just for you. We don't have a hot tub, guys, hot so tub. that's not happening. Yeah. But I want to sh- fill our tub. We have, do have a big enough tub to do that. We do. I do want to share, though. I did a Facebook Live interview on the One Extraordinary Marriage page uh, a couple weeks ago with Alicia Darby Zimnock of winapageant.com. And you know, we were talking about these three marriage tips from a pageant coach, which you guys can go to One Extraordinary Marriage. We're going to put the link in yep. um, the show notes as well. But one of the things that she was sharing is that she and her husband, one of the dates that they have on a regular basis is that every month they celebrate Valentine's Day. Right. This is this is such a priority to them that they date that they'll you know, sometimes they'll go away for a weekend, sometimes they do something special on a day. But make your own Valentine's Day. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it's your anniversary that you celebrate every month and you always go out on the day of your anniversary. Whatever it is, do it consistently. Build the anticipation, build the excitement, invest in your relationship. And then another thing that I want to share is that you need to you need to spend time regularly going down memory lane. You do. You can't forget about what got you to where you were or where you are, right? You've got to, I mean, Tony and I were doing this today. We were out and we were talking about the early years and, you know, in all honesty, guys, I think our early years, we've got few memories of them because they were not good. And Tony's like, I don't even know if we ever showered together, right? Totally random memory from somewhere in the vicinity of 20 years ago. And I'm like, no, I distinctly remember one time we were in the shower together. And I remember that it was awkward because my hair must have clogged the drain. Don't ask me how I remember one clogged drain from 20 years ago. I have, I have no idea. No idea. And, and, and when it comes to those going down memory lane, we don't need to go that far back at all. We don't. It's just random. It is. But one that we were talking about as well was our trip to Machu Picchu mm-hmm. last June. And the time that we got to spend together, our, our traveling experience through Peru was something extraordinary. It really was. It was a time when both Elisa and I were just full of joy to mm-hmm. be experiencing this together. We didn't get in, get into one fight the entire trip. We didn't have... You know, we didn't really have any downtime per se. I mean, we were running a lot and yet there was so much joy that throughout the trip and the places we got to see and those, you know, that, that ability to go see Machu Picchu and come around that corner and, and see that and experience that together. So for some of you, it might be, you know, the trip you took on the river with the boat, Mm -hmm. you know, or it might be the hike that you took up to this awesome peak. It, it might be the, the trip that you took last year. It might be, you know, the trip you took when you, you know, first found out you were pregnant. I, I don't know what they are, but and we got to do them. It may, it may be, you know, yeah. fun things that the two of you have done. And, and going back and looking at where the two of you have been and what the two of you have gone through and and made it, you know, because some, some of the memories, guys, aren't going to be like, the most spectacular memories, but seeing how the two of you have traveled through them significant that that's why it's got to be a part of what the two of you do. And it's, it's also a growth time. Like, because you, you realize those times that you did go through some of those tougher times together and look where you are now, you know, and that is, you know, the piece where you get to, you know, you get to claim your stake and go, yeah, that was one heck of a time. And yet, look where we are now. 
Absolutely. Come on. Like, bring it. We're going to keep moving forward together because we're a team. We love each other. And we're going to have those loving feelings. Mm -hmm. And finally, you had those feelings at the beginning because you were doing something. Do what you did at the beginning. Be intentional. Be, be excited, right? Do things that bring the excitement back into the relationship. Build anticipation. Invest in your relationship. Guys, it worked at the beginning to get you to the point that you got married. Don't just think that because you got married, you can stop doing those things. We've got to be doing those things for the rest of our lives. Why? Because your marriage and mine matters, not just to the two of us, but to a whole world that is watching how the two of you grow. They're watching the example that you set. They're watching how maybe right now you don't have those love and feelings, but you're working to recapture them. You and I, we have such a responsibility to our spouses to continuously be working, continuously investing and growing together Mm -hmm. and in growing ourselves. We need to have those love and feelings in our marriages. Yeah. So, gosh. So you might be sitting there going, you guys, I don't have those love and feelings. And and they've been gone for a while. So what do I do? Well, first, you're going to get intentional, right? You're going to be intentional this month. You know, it's a, it's a new month. It's a, it's a new day. And what's happened in the past has happened in the past. And I get it. We all have our past. But what are we going to do starting today to get the gratitude, to be intentional, to, to get those, the, the, the expectations, the feelings of love, of romance, of, of joy back in. And I'm going to challenge you guys to come up with a way that is best for you, right? Are you going to, are you going to pick a date each week? Are you going to do something different there? Are you going to write a letter to your spouse? Are you going to put a note somewhere that may just share the gratitude you have for them, even in those moments when you're frustrated with them? So what are you going to do there? Because I'll tell you, those love and feelings come back when you start doing something. Love is an action. It's not a feeling that just sort of comes and goes. No, you act, you do that. It's a verb. So this month, make it, or even this week, let's just go this week. What are you doing to show your love, your appreciation, your gratitude for your spouse? We love you guys. Have a fantastic week. We can't wait to see you next week. Enjoy it. If you have any questions or anything, don't hesitate to email us at info at oneextraordinarymarriage.com or give us a call on the Hug Hotline at 858-876-5663. Love you guys, and we'll see you next week.